This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. This episode contains explicit language. If you're listening with kids in earshot, you might want to turn this off or put your headphones in. Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Welcome to Dine Local SD. Today I have Chef DJ Tanglin. What's good? From <laughs> Title Restaurant. <laughs> He's executive chef there since October. Um, he has worked at Whisk and Ladle, uh, Prep Kitchen, Jordan, and helped open Decoy's corporate chef. I also have Chef Steve Brown. What up? Who is the chef partner of Bar Logan, which is opening uh, this summer. Uh, the chef owner of Cosecha, which is a series of pop-up restaurants um, that are happening all over. All over for a while now. Um, he went to school at La Cordon Bleu in Pasadena and is has done extensive work with the Japanese Wagyu um, committee, or has been honored by the Japanese Wagyu committee as an influencer because of his work with the Satsuma A5 Japanese Wagyu. Yep. Welcome to the podcast, guys. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> All right, so um, today we wanted to talk about you guys are doing a dinner yeah. this Thursday. Yeah, it's part of the, uh, a beautiful contradiction. It's the Wagyu collaboration dinner series that we're doing. It's traveling all over the place, and this Thursday is Chef DJ. Yeah. Answer, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. Um, so how many of these dinners are you doing? Uh, like 15 so that are on the books now. We ha- we've done two already. We did um, uh, Chef Claudette. You guys know Chef Claudette? Mm-hmm. And then we just did... Uh, at the Hotel Dell last Wednesday, we took over Ocean 1500. Uh, yeah, it was fun, good times. It's all Wagyu, eight courses. Um, yeah, literally, it's almost it's it's hard doing eight courses all Wagyu. Even <laughs> yeah. the, even the dessert, the dessert's actually the easiest part because it's like, what can we beef out? Exactly. <laughs> when we first sat down, we was like, dude, how many dishes of Wagyu have you done? Like, what <laughs> else can many. we do? So that was the fun part is like pushing the boundaries and like just keep pushing your creativity on how you can come up with how many different dishes with beef. Right. So how did how did you come up with this concept of doing the... Well, because I started... So after, like, Kabu, that's where I really got um, into Wagyu because that was, like, the main ingredient or whatever. And then I went to the World Food Championship, and then I just started, you know, started a dinner series, you know, with just Wagyu. And then I was like, okay, how long can I do this shit by myself? You know, and it's like... But I want to keep doing it because I'm, like, sponsored by them now and everything. I was like, I'll just bring a different chef in each time. They, You know, we put our styles together, and it's always going to be something extremely unique. And it gets these chefs that are, like, in their restaurant, and they have to, you know, work within the boundaries of their restaurant. This, any fucking thing we want, you know, anything. There's no rules, you know. And then all the produce we, like, it's either foraged or comes from our my farm, Wild Willow Farm. Um and it just, you know, it takes all those boundaries away. You know, it's just, a, it's a, for a chef's day off to just fucking get wild. Yeah. That's, a, that's <laughs> yeah. the fun part, you know, when he called me up and then it's just taking you out of the norm. Collaboration is one of the best things that, you know, a chef could do because it takes you out of the box and, you know, the title itself, Beautiful Contradiction. So we're going to be serving up food that you norm, don't you normally serve in your restaurant because people might be like, what is that? And you have to worry about like selling the product. But, you know, with the dinner we're doing, we're, we're going to go all out. Right, you can you can get out there and get crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so you said there are how many of these dinners? Fifteen that you have on the books? Yeah, and then we're we're yeah, I'm going to San Francisco. Uh, the week the week after next week we're going to San Francisco and we got two up there. Um, that one's at Pate Meat Company, which is my they're part of the 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 Wagyu Brotherhood. That we we met, I met like 15 guys when I was uh, on that Japanese Wagyu tour, and that's who all the guys were were. Um, how did you get How did you get on a Japanese Wagyu tour? Because I was doing these like Wagyu dinners, like 10 courses, and then like you know on the Japanese like globe, there's this ping come from San Diego, and they're like, "Who the fuck is buying random cases of <laughs> of Japanese Wagyu in San Diego where no one serves Wagyu?" And they're like. It's this fucking crazy guy, Steve Brown. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's <laughs> he's doing these Wagyu dinners. And then they saw me, and they're like, holy shit. And then they're just, they labeled me an influencer, and then they brought me on this tour with 15 other chefs, and we toured the whole um, Wagyu region, the best Wagyu regions of Japan. And so the guys, a lot of guys are from San Francisco. We have a Michelin star chef, um, Jackson Yu, that's next week. And then um, we got J- uh, Jared from Alexander Steakhouse up there in Cupertino, like, it's pretty crazy. We got some heavy hitters like DJ on the on the tour, so it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a great intro. We're like, we got Michelin stars, and then there's DJ, <laughs> some dude who grew up in the Philippines, about to do some wagyu. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, Chef DJ, tell me a little bit how about how you got into being a chef and. Ooh, you got an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's. At the, I was born in the industry. My mom's family owned fish farms in the Philippines. So growing up already into the food industry. And then when um, she sold her share at the fish farm, she opened her own cantina. So that's what the story I was telling him with one of the courses. My station was the the grill one where everything was skewered. So I was doing like chicken head, chicken feet, intestine, <laughs> blood sausage before and after school. Mm-hmm. So I was like skewering before school and then I would get done school and then start working my station and I didn't have a real grill. It was literally charcoal, some gas fluid, and a cardboard to, like, blow. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Cardboard, yeah, waggy wrapped chicken yep. heads. Exactly. So, and then, you know, from then on, I almost didn't follow through with cooking because I went to nursing school. I was two years mm-hmm. into nursing school and met a guy. When I was in nursing school, I was a server. So I was serving for a lot of time, maybe, like, four years. And then he needed a cook. And the rest was history. <laughs> so I switched major, you know, helped him open a restaurant. You know, he gave me all these promotions and mentored me. And then he finally, the best thing he ever did to me was kick me out of the restaurant. He was like, you've done enough. Four years with me. Go learn somewhere else. And that's where I started traveling around the country and ended up in San Diego. Cool. Yeah. So you just, you traveled around and, and found different places to work to learn yeah. from. So just stage, stage in New York at Le Bernardin and Locanda Verde for Andrew Carmelini. Uh, went to Maryland to work for, uh, uh, to stage at Vault for just a quick minute, and then went to San Francisco to do a stage at Qua and Hillsburg at Cyrus, and the last one was the Village Pub at Redwood, and then San Diego. And then you came on down here. Yeah. And then where was it that you started down here? Was Whisk and Ladle? Yeah, Whisk and Ladle. I got my first taste of, <laughs> you know, real San Diego culinary scene at Whisk and Ladle as a sous chef, and we did amazing things over there. I mean... I still love that restaurant. I go there and eat all the time. And then ended up being the chef de cuisine at Prep Kitchen Little Italy. Mm-hmm. And then found an opportunity to be the exec chef at Jordan. That was where I met you. Yes. Yeah. That's where <laughs> and Jesse and yeah, that's, Jesse. So Whisk and Little and Prep Kitchen's before the accident. And then Jordan <laughs> and, and <laughs> title is after the accident. <laughs> that's but, where things blow up. 
The accident. Yeah. What was the accident? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the accident right, of we'll me just... just being, a, you know, active in the community. <laughs> accident. Okay. Yeah. I call it the accident. <laughs> um, and tomorrow you're also doing the Ceviche, Ceviche Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, at Isabel's Cantina. So every Wednesday they do, they bring in a chef and do their take on Ceviche. Uh, so I was luckily invited on that, and I'm doing three different takes on ceviche. One is a kilawin, which is a Filipino-style ceviche, and then I'm doing a kinilaw, which is a beef version of a ceviche, and then my sous chef, Andrew Reyes, is do, is he's from Guam, so he's doing a version of ceviche with chicken. So oh. It's not raw chicken, people. Don't be scared. <laughs> so not raw. We'll, be... we'll make it awesome. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting, because it's not fish. Yeah. Ceviche. So, look <laughs> oh, look. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Chef Steve Brown, yeah. maybe tell us a little bit about, um, how you got into this. Uh, so I graduated high school. Oh, look at that website. That shit's tight. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I started out as a, I moved to Europe when I, right when I graduated high school and I and got a job in a hotel as a, as a housekeeper, as a, <laughs> as, literally as a housekeeper, as an 18 year old punk. And, uh. I would literally lock the doors and um, sleep in the rooms. I wouldn't clean. I didn't clean. I was the worst nightmare. You know when you sleep on top of the covers because you're afraid they don't change the sheets? That was me. I didn't change shit. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, a month, month goes in, and then I get transferred to a spooler. And in Germany, a spooler, that's the word for dishwasher. And it was like the worst day of my fucking life. And then I was like, no. And then literally, you know, I fell in love with it, the, you know, after a couple of days and never been doing it. I haven't done anything since. So different. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I still watch sometimes, dishes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, right. The worst, the worst thing turns into a blessing. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. You change your life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> dishwasher for me is like therapy. Yeah. All I the know. busiest nights I've ever remembered in a restaurant, I ended up being a dishwasher. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I remember at Jordan, we did a busiest service and I was like, I spent eight hours in a dish. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, uh, you get to relax in a sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the flow. I'm just like serving it up. Banging and... it out. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys have for your, so your event is happening on the 20th. So that's Thursday. Thursday, correct? yeah. And it's uh, in Barrio Logan. Yeah. It's $120 per person. Yeah, with uh, Baja Wines on this one. Um, so you get eight wines eight courses, all Japanese Wagyu, which is, like, pretty much free. It wouldn't even be that price if I wasn't sponsored by it, you know? Right. Um, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be a lot, a lot yeah. more expensive. But, um, yeah, and it's in a, it's our secret dining room. Once you buy tickets, you'll get a confirmation email saying, like, go down this certain alley and look for the red light, and literally that's the door where the red light is. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm cooking. Yeah. He hasn't <laughs> sent me the yeah. address yet. scandalous. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and it, but it, it adds to the whole thing, and it's in this amazing, like, urban, like, house that's, like, you know, over 100 years old. It's really cool. It's gorgeous, though. Very rustic environment. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. Everyone that goes loves it, so it's good times. That's fun. Um, so you can go to chefstevebrown.com backslash backslash cosecha which is yeah. c-o-s-e-c-h-a um what's behind that name cosecha it's yeah. harvest so like i'm extremely into like every one of these dinners and most all all my fine dining stuff is literally all comes from my own farm or foraging like we we forage a quarter of our ingredients for every single dinner here in the south bay from mushrooms to wild radishes to like 
99.9% of the menu is, well, all of it's, you know, we don't use a produce company for these kind of dinners, you know, mm-hmm. um, obviously others, other things we do, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's in, that's just geared. I mean, I literally harvest the stuff myself. So it's like, okay, call it harvest, but in Spanish, cause it's, my farm is literally like a stone throw from the border of Mexico. So, and that's where we forage and everything. So it's, that's where we harvest everything. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> There's so there's there's so much that grows wild in San Diego. It yeah, really oh, blows my mind. People have no idea. Yeah, like, I think that for me that's the funnest part of this whole event is when I finally go down to the farm and forage and you know finalize our menu and so that's that's what being chef is all about you know or just being a human is all about you exactly. know knowing where everything is coming from and celebrating the abundance of your region and yeah. You know, I mean, this whole, these whole, this whole series isn't about making money. It's about letting chefs be chefs and why we all started from the beginning, you know? Like, I mean, that's really what it's about. Like, every chef wishes they could just walk a farm or forage and then have cases of Wagyu just there and say, make whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. You know, and if it's like, and that's the way it goes. It's like, okay, our max is 30 people. 10 people come? I don't give a fuck. We're going to serve 10 people? Good. Only yeah. 10 people came. Now we can make it even yeah. crazier. Yeah. But, you know, we're normally sold out every single time, so. But... Which is good, but again, it's it's for chefs. To, it's for us to celebrate our craft. You know, that's what it's really all about. No rules, no boundaries. I don't give a shit what if you're rules? not gonna buy that. There yeah. is no rules. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out Grand Ackets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway. Awesome. Okay, so there's the two events. So this is the cosecha, which is. This um, is a beautiful contradiction. A beautiful contradiction. Cosecha is, is our is my fine dining restaurant that's a pop-up. It was a pop-up, and now it's going to have its... The private dining room that all this is going on is going to be the actual restaurant opening very soon. Um, but it's always going to be a supper club where you have to pre-buy tickets, you know? Okay. Always, no matter what. Like, I don't want to be a slave to anyone. So I want to be able to create whatever I want. Right. And if 10 people come, great. 30 people come, awesome. But, you know, that's what it's all about. Beautiful contradiction is the Wagyu dinner. Is the Wagyu dinner? Yeah. Okay. So cool. And then so yeah, that so again that is on Thursday. It's one hundred twenty dollars per person. Um, when you buy the tickets at chefstevebrown.com, you can you'll get the secret location. Yeah. Um, and you can follow Chef Steve Brown on Instagram at Chef Steve Brown and at Cosecha SD. Um, and he's also on Facebook. And then Chef DJ, you're doing another event tomorrow as well, which is yeah. the ceviche dinner at Got Isabel's lots of Cantinas. Event yeah, 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 so. yeah. More? Yeah, I mean, like just, the books. Yeah, already booked a few events. I mean, we're doing the ceviche. Um, and I then thought you just do... said you're writing a book. I was yeah, like, no, I was like, you're yeah. writing a book. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, don't tell anyone. I'm, I am writing a book. And, uh, <laughs> it's on the down low. Um, and then we got the beautiful contradiction, and then we're finalizing the date um, for Bear Good Foundation dinner series. So oh, I'll yeah. be title will be hosting um, Bear Good Foundation dinner series with two awesome chefs, uh, Chef Willie from Six Hundred Eight uh-huh. is coming down to title, and Chef Davin from Wrench and Rodent. Yeah, so how awesome Love is Davin that lineup? So much. Yeah. yeah, dope. Yeah, and then um, San Diego Food Gala is coming up as well. I love Poke Fest. I'll be there. And then um, <laughs> yeah. the Flavors Gala, the American mm-hmm. Liver Flavors Gala. I go there every year. That's awesome. I love oh, yeah, that's doing all those charity sure. events. So yep. yeah, lots yeah. of things lined up. So. Big supporter, awesome. And you can find Chef DJ at DJ underscore Tanglin. And then on Facebook, it is his, he calls it a school name. That's my school name. <laughs> People from the Philippine Island call me by that name. Say, say, say your full name. 
Danilo Barbosa Tangalin Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Nobody's gonna be able to find you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find um, more information too on uh, Instagram at title a title SD, right? Title underscore SD. Title underscore yeah. SD. Awesome. Thank There's you guys so much for coming. Title. There is. Yeah. So when you search title is like <laughs> oh, a rapper, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think I messaged him on accident a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and you can find more information on events and offers on DineLocalSD.com and on Instagram at DineLocalSD and on Facebook, DineLocalSD. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you. That's awesome. in that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to do that, It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> I was allowed to. I'm trying to give it a little character. <laughs>